Now streaming, the Netflix and Swill podcast. homies welcome to uh what will now be i guess an annual event uh where it is myself dan uh and i'm of course joined by mr what's on netflix himself casey moore hello how's it going uh i'm good i i think uh, this isn't immediately after geek week 2021 or 2022 like it was last year where i was just so dead to the world because i hated it so much <laughs> uh this is the day after so we're we're talking about and recapping all of uh, Geek Week 2022. So uh, let's start with general thoughts. Uh, first of all, we instead of having uh, the same hosts all week, we had a rotating cavalcade of hosts uh, every week or every day. Uh, what'd you think of that? Did you like that format better than last year? I, I think generally it was an improvement overall. Um, I think some hosts clearly worked better than the other. I thought day one in particular worked well, but I think that because the the lineup was so packed, uh, the hosts took a backseat and it was more just about the content. I thought the second day was probably the low light and then every every other day was uh, yeah in the middle. Yeah, I, I, I actually like really liked day three uh in in terms of hostes or mm-hmm. hosting because like they were you know it's Ella Purnell and um Tiffany Smith and they both just seemed very engaged the whole time like yeah it shouldn't be about them it should be about the content but at least like when it was on them they it wasn't unenjoyable like day 2 was like the, whoever decided to have whoever that was as the host as one of the hosts i question all of their decision making <laughs> yeah is a, is a mixed bag and, and, and of course uh like i was a, only able to watch some of them i, I mm-hmm. think the wednesday one was far too late for me um uh because that one was delayed so the time the timings uh probably worked out depending on where you lived uh, a lot um so i don't know how many people watched all of this live as opposed to just co- sort of catching up after the fact um but i i I've, i thought it was far more enjoyable to actually watch live this year for sure yeah, definitely. Other than that, uh, we we actually stuck to a structure this year. I know last year was kind of marred by uh, Shadow and Bone getting picked up for season two uh, ahead of time. So they put that on day one and it kind of fucked with everything and made everything seem out of pocket and kind of weird. But structure wise, uh, with the exception of an entire day dedicated towards Stranger Things, which we will uh, no doubt touch on, uh, I I like the siloed off this is what's happening this day this is what's happening this day now of course there's some blending you know animation leaks into film and uh series uh gaming blends into animation so you know some some weird silo moments in order to be able to say hey this is what these are these days this is what's fitting in here but other than that uh structure wise i thought it was okay yeah, and and they mostly give give gave you some idea of what was coming up each day, at least the big sort of marquee announced titles. Um, so if you were only looking for one or two things, um, you knew uh, when to watch. Um, which you know, it's it's a hard ask for someone to be invested for you know nearly 
nearly 10 hours it must be um across five days um so yeah given given people the option of just ducking into the what they want to see is always always welcome yeah especially splitting it out on their own youtube channel uh i'm actually curious to see what what was hitting this week in terms of popularity but uh i that's something i actually haven't checked on myself uh no no me neither yeah all right so let's just uh swing through it day one uh starts with i don't want to talk about the hosts here i think i thought they were fine uh, i think they did exactly what they needed to do but uh we start with a a shot of wednesday and jenna ortega as wednesday adams uh this comes in September, I believe. Was uh, I'm pretty sure it just said um, uh, winter, didn't it? Um, yeah, it just said it just said winter. But yeah, probably probably towards the tail end of the year. I think it's going to be one of the maybe maybe one of the big December titles. I'm pretty sure it said. Um, yeah, it said. Uh, I thought I saw September somewhere, but uh, <laughs> I, you know maybe that's one of those things. It's like oh, I just pretend this is something that came into my head. Uh. Uh, I don't know. It, it's just a first look. Like I, there's nothing really to talk about here. Like she looks like Wednesday Adams, like a more adult Wednesday Adams. So, whatever. Yeah, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's got the names behind it. Um, it'd be interesting to see how much of Tim Burton is in this. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I think if you expect it all to be all Tim Burton, I think you might come out disappointed. Um, but yeah, it's it's a well known character. It did it did huge numbers, uh, for us. Um, that one so. Uh, yeah, people are people are obviously hyped. Yeah, I mean, you you've said it before, but like your your traffic levels kind of shows like general interest in in towards like a Netflix property. So like if it if it's drawing interest now, then this should be extremely popular. Yeah, and just looking at the the YouTube hits, it was one of the biggest performers of the whole week. Uh, it's sitting at two and a half million views. My um, God. Which is yeah insane, but it's a, a well-known character. Uh, General Ortega is very very popular, and as I say, mm-hmm. the Tim Burton factor. It's uh, yeah, it's a, a nice mix. All right, then we got a look at uh, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Uh, this has an all-star cast of people. You know, uh, most notably Eric Andre, Sofia Boutella, uh, Rupert Grant, Kate Micucci. Like that's that in and of itself. Guillermo del Toro provides a lot of cachet in for just his name alone and bring in some people like this, uh, no release date, but I would assume October. Yeah. Around then it would be my guess too. Uh, and what's really interesting is it's going head to head with a, a Mike Flanagan project, uh, this year. So, um, one, one way or another. Um, so yeah, horror fans are going to be well fed, uh, this year, um, by the, by the close. Um, yeah, there's, a, there's a lot we don't know about this, uh, cabinet of curiosities. It's obviously an anthology series. Um, but, uh, just Del Toro's name alone should, um, get you, get you, uh, pumped. Cause you know, it, you just, you can't, can't do no wrong in my, in my books. Right. Exactly. All right, and speaking of the Mike Flanagan, we had a, a, an exclusive teaser, quote unquote, uh, for the series introduced by Rahul Kohli, who will also be in the show. Uh, it's another Mike Flanagan project. So same time, uh, and you're, you're right. It is weird that we're going to have Mike Flanagan versus Guillermo del Toro for this fall. That's maybe maybe that's the thing where it's like hey one gets released at the beginning of the month one towards the later of the month so they don't cannibalize each other that much but this seems like one of netflix's like scheduling things where it's like we're putting too much shit at the same time 
Yeah, on the flip side, I mean, Mike Flanagan is just a powerhouse when it comes to producing stuff. So, you know, his 2023 project is already being filmed right now. So, um, uh, yeah, so I don't don't know when you'd push it. I still think Halloween's probably the best time for both of them. Um, so, yeah, m- m- more power to us, I think, uh, that we get both. I just, I just hope that if you do check out one, then, yeah, the other one is no doubt um, going to be up your alley. Right, but I also think that Midnight Club probably skews a bit younger um, compared to the, compared to his um, previous projects. Uh, it's based on a on a book, so um, we, and it's got a lot of a lot more younger cast, at least in the leads. So um, yeah, perhaps that one skews a little lot younger compared to Cabinet of Curiosities. True, good, good point. All right, uh, then we had School Tales the series. Uh, it was a quick little teaser. This is a horror anthology from Thailand. We just get so much of this uh apparently so a foreign horror anthology series looked okay yeah the poster really reminds me of stranger things art uh for some reason um and that's yeah that's probably it it reminds me of uh mm-hmm. what's the rl stein is it uh, uh, goosebumps yeah uh, uh, goosebumps yeah yeah it reminds me of goosebumps a little bit so i don't i don't know if it skews that young but it's um yeah interesting yeah potential another like young like young adult kind of horror series i guess depending on of course like what it actually looks like but yeah and, and, and for, and, uh, yeah and for netflix geeks like me it's uh, it'll be interesting to see whether this can break out of asia um uh, i i think if i was a betting man i'd probably say no for this one um just because just yeah i don't know whether it it can but yeah if it does then more power to it yeah, I mean the the big thing I'm looking at here is I'm you know I'm kind of going through teasers on the YouTube channel, on Netflix's mm. YouTube channel, and this is not on there. Like it goes straight from the Midnight Club into our next uh, little thing we got to talk about. So I I don't know. I, it doesn't look like they're trying to truly market it towards a Western audience. Which if you're going to have it for Geek Week, why is it? Why aren't you doing that? Yeah, yeah, maybe. I, I, I think it, it clearly just um, maybe, maybe, maybe it counts as filler. Perhaps I don't know. Yeah. All right, then we have the Imperfects, uh, which will be starring uh, the kid who plays Monkey D. Luffy from the new One Piece series, which we will, uh, of course, be talking about much, much later. Yes. But uh, this actually looks good. Yeah, uh, real mix. Uh, it looks it looks like um, it it hits similar strides that we've seen before from shows that are, are, lo- are no longer with us. Um, it reminds me a lot of uh, you know va- uh, uh, vampire. Was it vamp? Uh, v wars vampire. Yeah, a little bit of that. Um, and, and and then there's there's a few others that it reminds me of, uh, which clearly have left left a. Uh, um, lasting Such impact on my impact, brain yep. so yeah it, it looks it looks fairly competent in what it's trying to do it looks like another uh, another uh, uh halloween sort of a release it would be my guess um so yeah we'll see see what happens yeah maybe uh, but uh, again we're talking about it like if all this stuff was coming out during halloween like what like they're all going to cannibalize each other in some kind of way so what comes out on top yeah or at least uh, what comes out well Yes, uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be an int- interesting question. I, I I wouldn't bet against the uh, the former two. Uh, this one mm-hmm. probably is a bit more of a wild card. Although more views than either uh, of Mike Flanagan or the Guillermo del Toro stuff on YouTube. Now that's not always like a one to one comparison, but you know, even combine the Mike Flanagan and Guillermo del Toro, it's I think it's about half the total views of the Imperfects. 
So potential interest? I, I just don't know. Yeah, and, and and it seems to be you know fairly similar to the same audience that is now going to be watching First Kill. So, um, and I'd almost call these these CWS replacements as as that mm-hmm. deal winds down. Um, so, yeah, hope, hopefully these find an audience. Um, I, I think we've seen in the past that a lot of these get left after a single season. So, um, hopefully that this these don't follow suit. Um, but yeah, it's. Yeah, the I think the cast makes a hell of a lot of sense. Um, you know, ha, where you've got if you if you become a fan of uh, uh, one in one show, uh, you know, then you can jump over to the other, and hopefully, then you know that all links in. To- they ping pong back and forth. Exactly. And- yeah. Yep. Uh, then we have uh, season two of Sweet Tooth. It's just some behind the scenes stuff and uh, a wrap on season two. They're, they they fully announced the wrap. I think you said uh, last week sometime they already wrapped it. and We're just waiting for Geek Week to announce that they wrapped it. So uh, post production now. Yeah, the, yeah, it's all filmed in advance. So yeah, I, I, this isn't coming out this year. I'd imagine it's going to be uh, early to mid next year. That's what I was guessing. Is sometime probably in. What you're hoping for maybe is the Cobra Kai replacement for your New Year's crowd, but mm. I, I maybe maybe that happens, but I, I don't know. We're, we're in, eh, we're in June. It could December, happen. December is already pretty stacked. To be fair, like there's, uh, yeah, it's it's there's a lot a, a lot to come, and we know about it a lot sooner than in previous years as well. Particularly just the amount of stuff we know that's coming up in December. Um, I mean, Pinocchio and uh, the Witch of Blood Origin, mm-hmm. uh, it, yeah, it's it's gonna be a stacked stacked month. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is too far out. Um, it's quite intensive on the on the CGI. Um, so I, yeah, my my guess is next year and probably probably similar time time schedule maybe to the first season. Okay, so probably around like this time actually. Then I believe was yeah. the, the first season. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's it's still up in the air. I mean, we we still don't really know Netflix's full schedule since COVID. Um, some stuff is coming out a lot faster um, uh, because they used to hold stuff for uh, often up to a year, um, it, it, having it in the bank, um, whereas they haven't had that luxury um, as of late. So it'll be interesting to see how long they do hold this in. Um, so yeah. Yeah, but but next year is already going to be uh, quite intense with the you know the CG stuff uh, uh, of shows of this scale because um, I'm fully expecting Avatar: Last Airbender to come out mm-hmm. next year too, which was a notable uh, no show here by the way. Um, yeah, yeah, that that was strange, but I I feel like we're going to talk about One Piece here, and I think they got enough blowback on that to, mm. to last in Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, the, the, the reception's mixed. Um, I, I follow a big fan account, and they, they've been far more optimistic than I think a Cowboy Bebop was ever afforded uh, headed into it. So, uh, Well, that's pro- that might be true. I, I, <laughs> rest in peace, Cowboy Bebop. You did not deserve the treatment you got. <laughs> All right, uh, then we have Lock and Key uh, debuting August 10th. So there it is. Uh, it's finally over. I finally can stop paying attention to this existing uh, after the first season, which I was not a big fan of. But again, uh, turns out the series wasn't designed for me. No, uh, I, I kind of dropped out midway through season two, I think, of this one. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I have any intention to pick it back up. Uh, maybe maybe, maybe it's kind of a lost in space for me. Like I, I kind of got what I needed out of it. Um, and 
yeah, there's only so many keys I can watch uh, being right. But yeah, it, it, and one of the few, the only really big uh, release date announcements. To be fair, at the whole the the whole thing, I know, I know we get the Sandman a little bit later, but yeah, release mm-hmm. dates were few and far between, um, uh, especially on day one. Yeah, I mean, especially considering like coming soon, coming soon, coming soon. Mm. It's like, okay, well, what does soon mean? Like, what are we talking about here? Because like, you need, and this is just me interjecting like the other Netflix stuff on top of this, but like, you need to show people that you have things that are coming after Stranger Things, so they continue that subscription because uh, you know everyone's looking to chop you down at this point. Yeah, to some extent, and and, and what I would add is that we're probably going to get another event. Uh, headed towards Christmas again. Um, they called it Tudum last year. Um, I don't know whether Tudum will be the same uh, because it's kind of been a uh, mixed brand with their um, uh, successful blog that they started up. Um, so it'll be interesting to see um, whether they call that event that, whether there will be another event this year. Um, so, right. yeah. But, but, but also in the sense what they don't want to do is completely exhaust any information that they can announce for these shows. And if you say summer in November, you know, and there's already a trailer and stuff, you know, people then complain that the there's no marketing leading up to it. And it's like, well, there's a trailer there. We've known the date for a while. So they kind of have to keep enough in, which is why when we do get dates, they're, they're often a couple months out. Right. Uh, well, speaking of to doom, and this is something I forgot to bring up at the beginning, but uh, I have now officially seen more to doom articles than I ever have before after Geek Week. Like they yes. actually figured out uh, or seemingly figured out what to doom was and started pushing articles during Geek Week. So, I mean, cool, I guess. But this is not what I expected to see from what to doom was when they first announced it. No, and it, and it's kind of strange as well because even even that as a, as a news as a news platform kind of cannibalizes their own news platform which they already have within about us about netflix.com. Yeah, it's what the long term prospects of Tadoom is. I I I don't know. I, I I mean, it's it seems to be fairly bare bones and doing the bare basics at the moment. Um, and what we um and the and what was lost over the last few months is more of sort of like the editorialized opinion pieces, um, which was often the pieces that got uh, mocked online the most because they came off as just disingenuous that a Netflix owned site loves Netflix shows, which is yeah, uh, yeah. Obama awarding Obama mean dot, <laughs> dot, dot mean, goes yeah. here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we'll see. Uh, I, I still think to do is kind of a joke, but hey, uh, it is what it is. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens to it long term. I, I think it, I don't want to say it's on life support, but it's not far off it. Um, people I've spoke to seems to think that it will just just slowly fizzle out, and the, and the, uh, the the remaining team will be moved elsewhere. But I, I don't know. Right. It's it's hard to know. It's one of those. It, it's 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 a legacy a project from someone that's no longer there. Um, so whether it just gets combined you know a lot of people still don't think netflix q should even exist um oh, the netflix, magazine yes uh, so should should netflix even be in editorial uh, you know a, a lot of other places don't do it you know disney no, notably doesn't have many major blogs i think they've moved their their big one in-house and even then i think it's doesn't doesn't exist and and it, and it goes back to what i said all uh you know from day one is uh why why pay an ex exorbitant amount of money for for things that people do for free um and cover your stuff for free 
Yeah, I mean, look at uh, look at all the. I mean, I, I think I made a comparison tweet, and I think you 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 inspired it. But like, look at all the the ways that people covered how Disney said they were adding a an, an ad supported tier versus how Netflix saying they're going to have an ad supported <laughs> tier. Just just look at that, and you'll you'll see what we mean by that. Hmm. All right. Uh, next up, Fate the Wink Saga season two. First look. Again, not a show for me. No, no, same. But it does have a, a fairly dedicated audience, and and and, and also a one that's uh, dotted around the world. Like it's not concentrated anywhere. I know uh, there's a lot of Brazilian fans for this one. So I think I think the uh, the original cartoon went far and wide, which is why this is mm-hmm. this is translating. So yeah, definitely definitely uh, a fixed audience, and, and and certainly not for two uh, two two blokes in there. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely again, there, there's a lot of stuff here in this in this middle that really probably isn't for me. Like even Sweet mm. Tooth maybe might not be for me, but even mm. still, I I enjoyed what it was. So, you know, maybe it just takes me giving it a chance, but I'm not going to give it a chance if it's not <laughs> happening. All right. Uh, we got an announcement from the Shadow and Bone cast that uh, filming has wrapped production has wrapped. So, again, probably same time as when it was originally released too. I, although I can't remember exactly when it was released. Uh, yeah, I think it was early last year, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I, I think again, I, I've known, we've known for some time that production mm-hmm. has probably wrapped on this one. So yeah, nice to have it confirmed. Yep. Uh, then we have, Oh, I skipped over warrior nun, warrior nun season two. First look, uh, boy, there warrior nun season one. I was just like, the fuck is this? <laughs> Seeing the teaser for season two made me go, oh, I need to watch this show. So, I mean, good stuff there, actually. Like, I, I'm actually surprised at the interest I now have in Warrior Nun. Yeah, it's a, it's it's from a really good showrunner, actually. He's got a pretty good track record. I mean, it's 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 a little niche and it's a little uh, corny and uh yeah, don't don't go in and expect in Game of Thrones level stuff, but it's right. yeah, it's not bad. It's not terrible by any stretch. I mean, I you know me, I love my cheese. Uh, you know, Interceptor, number one cinematic experience of 2022. No one can convince <laughs> me otherwise. But you know, I yeah, I, I like my my good little bit of corn, especially because like seeing this, it's like this is how corny this is. So like, I know what I'm expecting going into it. So yeah, like like I said, this teaser set me up perfectly for wanting to watch season one. Like I actually, the second the show was over, I went to Netflix to add warrior none to my queue to figure out when I can, when I can make some time to watch it. So, I mean, good job, Netflix. Uh, You, you got me. (laughs) All right. uh, A season four clip for manifest the show that I, uh, I mean, I, I've never watched manifest, but uh, if there was anything that I staunchly supported against, it was Manifest getting renewed at Netflix or picked up by Netflix. Oh, because, really? I, well, it's just that I don't want the fans to dictate what a company does. <laughs> like, I, I hate seeing, like, the hashtag renew, renew Manifest, hashtag renew Julie and the fan, you know. Yeah, sure. Those are fine fan campaigns. I understand why you do it. But, like, when I see and fortunately now with the uh, release of numbers like weekly numbers we actually saw that manifest was a fairly popular show yes. on netflix so we just went okay there's data to support the fact that netflix should bring this back versus yep. you know julie and the fandoms that kind of shit so like i'm fine with manifest to a degree i guess i don't know yeah i, I- 
I, I mean, I I haven't watched it because it still hasn't hit Netflix UK yet. Um, oh, wow. At all. So I, I doubt, uh, I think we know that season four isn't going to drop worldwide at the same time. So I think the US and Canada will get it together um, and, and probably some of the other regions that are already s- streaming the show. Um, but uh, it's it's a, it's an interesting case study uh, because I think it's going to be one of the last major revivals we ever see at Netflix. Um, yes. So it's... Uh, and how they're going about it is good. I think it came at a time where they they didn't have a huge schedule. I think it was last summer, wasn't it? Um, in yep. Netflix US, and and how it just dropped out of nowhere and caught fire. Um, I, I think if if you're if you're using bear and bull terms in terms of Netflix's future, the ability of uh, them to turn a, what was a failing network show into a, a mega hit and 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 fa- a failing you could argue it's a mediocre show at, mm-hmm. at best too um yeah so i i think that that is a good bull case for netflix um and and, and as well remember that warner brothers television makes this so you know they had ample opportunity to make the hbo max um hit um but instead it, it found love on netflix instead yeah, yeah, that was one of those things. And again, we have uh, Raised by Wolves, which is the current one that was canceled by HBO, that uh, HBO Discovery, that people want renewed at Netflix. And I'm just like, guys, I just don't, I don't see it. I'm sorry, I don't see it getting renewed by Netflix. I, I, I don't see it getting picked up by Netflix. You know, I, I'm not a HBO Max original. I think the optics would be dreadful on that. Um, so yeah, not not going to happen. Yeah. All right, uh, Vikings Valhalla. Season one blooper reel. Fart. Uh, then we had a teaser for season two of Barbarians. Uh, I don't even see this trailer on or this teaser on the Netflix YouTube channel. So uh, no, it's I'm pretty sure it's on on mix. So the yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on some of uh, Netflix's German um accounts. Um, but yes, yeah, so this is another problem. The the if you're gonna put these trailers, need to be on all of them because Barbarians yes. is clearly designed to be for a global audience um and it and it should be because it's it's bloody good so um yes it should be on every youtube channel um and should be easy really easy to watch um but it's not yeah i mean that uh, the the amount of things the amount of youtube channels that netflix has is absolutely absurd and i i guess i kind of understand it but also like just make closed captions or like you know audio dubbings because like you can make trailers in videos that are in native languages available to different countries. Yes. No. And it's the same criticism uh, for Netflix's social, uh, you know, strategy altogether is that they have too much, you know, yeah. a lot of people complain that certain shows aren't promoted enough. Like first kill is, was getting that um, because the main Netflix account, but of course uh, most, which is Netflix's LGBT um, uh, account, which most people still doesn't know about. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know whether we need a directory of some sort when you land on Netflix's main Twitter page. Like, uh, how would you even know that the accounts are linked? Um, you know, if you search Netflix in Twitter's search box, you get a fairly mixed and not all of them. Um, so maybe they need to find a way of doing that or or just promote all shows on the, on the central account rather than posting obscure memes and um, uh, pictures of billboards. Uh, which yeah. seems to be the, it seems to be the primary focus of the main Netflix account. Yeah, that's that's very true. I mean, they they retweet <laughs> the the psychos who like somebody was like Interceptor, best movie of the year. And I'm sure they're being facetious, but like you see that <laughs> shit, and you're just like, well, who the fuck are these people that you're finding? Never retweeted me. 
Never retweet us, though. No, uh, I think I got replied at one time by Netflix UK, and it was like, you're my dad now. Thank you. <laughs> uh, then we had an All of Us Are Dead uh, season two announcement. Uh, so that's it. Uh, that's all we know is that we're getting a season two. I, I, I actually dropped off this show fairly quickly. Uh, I, I feel like the format doesn't work for what I wanted it to be because it's, you know, I think it's 12 one hour long episodes and I'm just like, uh, I feel like we've moved past this. Yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, it was a monster hit, so it makes yeah, sense that they're bringing it back in some form. Um, from what my colleague Jacob tells me that it, it, wasn't, it was never supposed to have a season two. So this is a fe- very much a surprise. Um, okay. and, and, and is going to be, uh, you know, continuous story, which, um, you know, doesn't have much source material to go off, um, anymore. Cause I think, they've, I think they've covered the bulk of it, but I may be wrong on that. Right. All right. Uh, then we have Alice in Borderland, just first look images, just, you know, basically they're, they're in the middle of filming and they took, uh, some set photos. That's it. Uh, I'm excited yeah. for this. Uh, yeah, coming I, in December. Yeah. Coming in December. Nice. Okay, cool. Uh, very, man, December is loaded. Then if it really we're talking is. about all the stuff that, that is coming, <laughs> dear God. All right. Uh, nothing really more to say about that. Just waiting for a trailer. Maybe, like you said, with to doom or whatever the fuck the f- new yeah, event is going to be. I don't, I, I don't think we know about. What, I mean, maybe it will be to doom, and you have to go on to doom dot com to watch it, perhaps. Um, and it's going to be exclusively there. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I imagine they will. Um, because they did last year and. Uh, it, they they touted its large numbers watching it. So, yeah, I imagine it will happen again. All right. Probably the most controversial thing about uh, day one was uh, set photos of One Piece and just like production photos and how they were building like the Going Mary, the Barati. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said they were in the middle of building uh, Arlong's uh, map room. So uh, at the very least, I know where they're getting up to because I've I've watched this show. I've watched the anime. And I'm excited to see this come into live action because I want to see what kind of changes they make. Uh, other people, not so much. Yeah, it's it's. I, as I said earlier, I, I'm pretty sure this one's got a, a bit more of a positive sentiment on it because I think the expectations are re- relatively low going in. Um, but having said that, I mean the cast is pretty pretty uh, new. Uh, some of the talent behind the show is pretty decent. Um, mm-hmm. Albeit, you know, you could argue Tomorrow Studios hasn't had the best track record, um, but it's, yeah, I, I, I'm really interested to see how this one comes out because it, of all the animes to adapt, this one seems quite difficult too. This is a daunting task. Yes, absolutely. All right, uh, Resident Evil trailer. It's Resident Evil. Uh, I remember you saying when when it was first announced, like, oh, this is going to be awful and now people are like seemingly excited about it to a degree i don't know man that the dislike ratio is uh, not the best so I, I i'm still i'm still sticking by my words i actually <laughs> i personally have rolled out back a bit i actually find it a little bit more interesting i, I but having said that uh like i i, I still uh, i'm on the fence with it i just think if you're adapting resident evil and knowing how good some of the horror is on on, on the games mm-hmm. what why you turn it into a story like this is beyond me because it seems but i think that's more down to constantine film perhaps um or yeah or uh, things outside of netflix's control um so 
Yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I've rolled back a bit. I, I am actually going to watch this. Uh, oh yeah, I, I was I was I was going to skip it originally. Um, I still think it's going to be controversial just because it's using the Resident Evil name and it deserves so much better. That's that's true. Uh, we got so many bad movies, and now we just we just want something good, guys. Just give us something good. Yeah, and and when you've got Del Toro and uh, Flanagan on your on your books, um, yeah, why wouldn't you make leverage them? Uh, to to handle probably the you know the most prolific hor- horror game franchise in, in history. So yeah, that's one of those things where it's like why it's like I, I look at like Jupiter's Legacy and they had like a very experienced showrunner behind it. I think this was the guy who was doing uh, Daredevil, but then he quit. I believe that's if I'm remembering yes. correctly. And then he quit, and then they brought in like a brand new showrunner who who like had never showrun before. And I'm just like uh no you don't like this is such a big budget like this this is your first showing of like miller world like this is the first miller world thing people are gonna see and you give them that yeah but they must have confidence because he's been filming his second show for netflix um grendel so okay uh yeah so they must have confidence in him um and and maybe this is an aim towards us uh which is kind of hard to uh, kind of a hard sentence because Resident Evil is aimed towards me, yeah. But this show seemingly isn't. So yep. more family yeah. drama in the style of the Lock and Key, which is what kind of drove me away from Lock <sighs> and Key because Lock and Key was very much mm. in to to my fan purist I, eyes uh, horror. Like it was a horror series with like some family drama elements, and this stuck towards more family drama with like fantasy elements. And I was like, okay, this isn't for me. That's fine. No, that's fair. I, I I'd put it in the very much in the lost in space sort of category mm. as you know, trying to uh, get a broad family uh, uh, audience. Yeah. All right. Uh, Eighteen ninety nine. Uh, dear God, I, I was so excited to see this. Uh, I, Dark is one of Netflix's best shows. Period. Uh, and yes. seeing the the creative team behind them behind that show doing a new show. Uh, and seemingly mostly in English definitely bodes well for uh, a bit more global or not global appeal, but a bit more uh, American appeal because like I heard about dark a bit from people, but not a lot of people who speak English were watching it. Now there is a, an English speaking show that people can latch onto and maybe go revisit dark. Yes. Yeah. And I'm, I'm uh, full disclosure. I'm actually quite sad that I'm having to cover this for the website. I, I, my, I would have loved to go in this absolutely cold, knowing nothing about it. I think, I think it's going to be a trip. Uh, I can't wait. I don't think we know the half of what's going to happen. No. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah, two two gr- uh, very very good creators behind it. Yeah. So yeah, can't wait. Yeah, and they also showed a uh, filming like they 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 were doing that thing that Disney has, which is like the the wraparound like uh led setup with like the 4k cameras I, I i can't remember exactly what it's called but like now they don't have to be on location now they can be on a set and it looks like they're actually on location and based off of like early footage like yeah it actually does look like they're on location in like the glaciers of uh the arctic but instead you know they're just in the middle of a set which is fantastic yes yeah and uh yeah coming out in november november 24th is the date i'm hearing for this one Oh, so like Thanksgiving time for us Americans. Exactly. So that's it then. Uh, then we have a Sandman date announcement, uh, which is... Why don't I see it? What uh, is August 5th. Me? August 5th, that's right. Yep. What was August 12th? Uh, pass. <laughs> no, something was... Uh, uh, day shift. 
day shift. shift. Yeah. I felt like there was also a series that we said was August 12th. Oh, we were talking about Dota Dragon's Blood season three. Uh, uh so yeah, they're really loading up there uh towards the beginning of August. Uh Sandman looks good. Uh I want to just show Caleb this because he's just gonna nerd out the entire time. Uh and rightfully so. Yeah, I, I, so for for me, this one is going to be really interesting because it's uh, going up in August against uh, the likes of uh, House of Dragon on HBO Max mm-hmm. and and Lord of the Rings. I I, I actually think the Sandman is going to win on several metrics. I think it's going to be critically acclaimed. Um, I, I think House of Dragon might. I'm not sure about Lord of the Rings. I think that one's still so so up in the air for me and and for the internet as a, as a large. Um, but yeah, the Sandman looks looks great, really so- solid. Uh, it looks looks expensive, um, and yeah, great team, and got the blessing of Neil Gaiman. So yep, can't wait. Yep. Uh, Umbrella Academy stuff didn't watch it, uh, but they have a sneak peek. Uh, it premieres on June twenty second, so it, it's just like a hey, everyone, keep this in your mind for in between the Stranger Things time. Yes, still something coming. Yeah, it's it's crazy how how um, close that is to Stranger Things, actually. Like you'd actually expect that to be coming out like this coming Friday. Like give give Stranger Things, you know, two weeks of breathing room because that's that was normally the way that Netflix would do it for especially uh, season three. They gave yeah. like a, a week of breathing room on each side. I mean, they clearly they think the same because they're putting this out on a Wednesday. So, oh yeah, um, yeah. So it's not not a normal not normal Friday big release either. So, um, I, I I think it will do fine on its own. To be fair, yeah. I mean, it's got a, a huge audience. You know, this it's one that people regularly ask me about. Um, uh, so yeah, looking forward to it. All right, and then uh, first kill got a little teaser for it. Uh, it's it came out on Friday. Uh, People are already complaining that there's no marketing for it, like you said. Mm. I don't. I don't know. Uh, maybe there is marketing. Maybe there isn't. I don't. I don't know. This isn't a show for me. But it looks interesting. I will say that. Like it. It was one of those shows that I was like, maybe I could watch this. Yeah, and it, and it's a, a uh, it's one of them ones where they will receive hell if they do not get another um, season of it. So yeah, step carefully. <laughs> yes, Netflix. Very, very carefully. Very true. Uh, so that's all the series, uh, kind of a loaded day, honestly, but a lot of announcements of like, hey, things are coming, but mm. not a lot of like, hey, this is here. Look for it now or look for it very shortly. Yes. All right. Day two, uh, Sea Beast, uh, potential animation Oscar contender for Netflix in theory, we hope. Yes, uh, I mean they're they're putting it in select theaters, so absolutely. Um, I wish one was close to me that that showed it because um, I, I think this is going to potentially top Klaus for me, um, maybe. Okay. Um, but yeah, the, the, I mean the talent behind it is 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 brilliant. Um, I, I, I the the voice cast is fairly so so, but I, I, the, like it just looks visually stunning, um, and I, and I, and frankly, Netflix animation needs needs some W's this year. Um, yep. Like it just seems to have had bad news one after the other. Uh, we've had fairly decent news this week with the European ones, um, uh, uh, new new projects there. But yeah, the Seabus look, looks absolutely incredible. Um, we know we know quite a lot about it already, um, and it's it's uh, just over a month away. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, Jorge, uh, I can't ever remember his last name. I want to say Rodriguez. Like he, he's just been getting like punched in the mouth constantly. After like <laughs> mine the three, 
uh, the sequel series got uh, canceled. Another another one of the series he was working on got canceled. Like that that poor guy has gotten bounced around by Netflix quite a bit recently. Yeah, I think it's part of the course that stuff gets uh, um, hit in development this early. It's it's a little surprising uh, how vocal we're hearing people about this kind of stuff. Um, is, is it surprising or is it very... I, I feel like it's very obvious why we're hearing about this a bit more. And it's because yeah. Netflix is currently down a bit. So you have to yeah, continue sure. to kick them. I, I'm talking about creators... Uh, Potentially burning bridges is 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 what I'm talking about there, mm. um, because you, what you don't want to go out is you know slang off your potential employer again. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's 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 a shame. Um, I I think it's mainly down to poor planning um, a little bit, and and the fact that they're going to be reliant more on DreamWorks again because DreamWorks Television looked like they were going to stop working with Netflix fully, um, and that. Um, and, and that's not the case and and the fact that the us is getting new animated movies from universal and sony in the first window um so maybe they just don't need the that that you know to saturate the their own slate that much it's yeah it's a real shame though yeah i'm, I'm looking at like who owns why am i why am i not able to oh nbc that's so weird why would nbc be sending yeah. Why would why would they be sending any animation towards Netflix? Exactly. They 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 started doing it towards Peacock and Hulu for a long time. A few went to Apple, um, and they seemingly is now coming back to Netflix. Um, I my my guess is is that they don't um, that a lot of these kids series they have to stomach losses on. Like it's hard to monetize them, especially especially if you're not putting toys out uh, yeah. up up front. So. Um, yeah, it, it was a surprise uh, that they're doing so much for Netflix again. But, you know, the big Kung Fu Panda series coming up next month is from DreamWorks. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, okay. Uh, I don't know. But that, that, I think that more, more talks to how Comcast is doing in the streaming wars than anything else. Yeah, that's that was what was going to be my next point. Is like maybe Peacock dissolves and then they become the second big mercenary in mm. the streaming wars, which would be fantastic. Yes. Well, for Netflix, it would. Um, all, all I would say is that once these shows have been on Netflix exclusively for a while, they do seem to go on both platforms. So a lot of the earlier DreamWorks shows are now on multiple platforms, Okay. despite still having Netflix original branding. Confusing, but uh, no, and, and no one knows what Netflix original means anymore. No. Because it, it is pretty much meaningless, but uh, well. All right. Uh, then we had a first look at the new Norwegian movie Troll. Uh, I was like, is this a sequel to Troll Hunter? And ish to a degree kind of spiritual successor. Yes, I think it's based on the same, you know, uh, s- story as such, isn't it? Um, but it but it seems completely different. And, and, and one of one of two major Norwegian titles we got to see today um, on Tuesday, which was odd, but. I mean, the CG looks good on this. I don't think mm-hmm. we've seen enough to really count on whether it's a good film or not. Uh, and again, will this will this uh, uh, be popular abroad is my biggest press question. Right. We're talking about, you know, the Scandinavian movies. Like, do those actually translate? And I, I don't know if they do. I mean, I, I, I hear a bit about Troll Hunter and that's about it. You know, there's some other stuff in there maybe. But, you know, uh, will this translate? I don't know. Yeah, a lot of the discourse was like uh, it's going to be hard to top tr- Troll Hunter, and I think Netflix is going to try their dandest. Yep. 
All right, then we got a day shift. First look at day shift with Jamie Foxx. I think this looks like fun. I don't think it's going to be like one of those high high sevens, low eights movies that Netflix really needs. But I feel like this is going to be one of those like mm. solid like six and a half to seven point two range in IMDb. That's going to be just like a, a fun popcorny type movie that people have in August. Yeah. Ironically enough, it kind of follows his last movie for for Netflix, doesn't it? Um, yeah, just Project pa- uh, was it was Project Power, wasn't it? Project yeah. Power. Yeah. So yeah, fairly, fairly similar vein to that. Um, yeah, big big explosions. Yeah, should do should do the job. Yep. Uh, Killer Book Club. It's a Spanish slasher movie. So I mean, uh, I think done by the same team as who did Veronica, that movie that came to Netflix. Uh, and everyone's like, this is the scariest fucking movie I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. I watched it. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? This is about ghosts. This isn't scary at all. Uh, and made, made nice clicks. Clickbait. Oh, my God. Did it like check out the new scariest movie on Netflix. <laughs> and and you're just looking at it like, what the hell is this called? Just tell me what it's called. Stupid Google algorithm. Yeah, I, I, this 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 type of movie barely registers as a blip for me, um, unfortunately. So um yeah good luck yep uh then we had blasted which uh another foreign language movie uh looks like it's uh kind of like edgar wright's uh end of the world or what whatever what's a world's end that's it yeah edgar wright's world world's end but like a bachelor party instead of just like a bunch of overage dudes fighting aliens <laughs> yeah it could be fun i think th- this is the second norwegian uh one i believe isn't it mm-hmm. um yes uh yeah we'll see see what happens i mean they're, they're, they've they've produced some pretty kooky stuff for netflix in the in the past uh the, those norwegians so um yeah maybe they'll hopefully this will continue that trend uh then we got a look at uh interceptor behind the scenes uh, stuff for interceptor look how hard elsa bataki worked to make this uh movie that people are roasting right now <laughs> <laughs> and uh we could talk about our experience in in the twitch chat so like uh you know we were making fun of there were people making fun of the uh one presenter because he just sounded so bored and like he'd rather be doing like anything else uh so that that emote got banned in in the chat and then uh i just start i just started spamming 4.5 on imdb <laughs> as interceptor played uh that's i don't know that's one of those where it's like why are you showing more of this i guess maybe contractually you had to as part uh, of like the thing but god i think i think if you've got something to promote um and particularly just because today's lineup was pretty poor anyway um yeah it filled it filled a gap however small sure all right, then we had uh, ZOM 100, Bucket List of the Dead. Uh, this is a brand new announcement, one of the embargoed announcements. Uh, also, no trailer on the Netflix YouTube channel for some reason. Don't understand that, but uh, it's a horror comedy uh, coming. Uh, it's a movie based off of a, a manga series, so not much else other than that. No, and and I've I've really struggled to find out how hard uh, how popular that um, manga series is. Um, seems to be fairly mixed. I don't know whether it's ever broken out of the uh, out of Japan, um, but we we only really got a few first look images at it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, a, a zombie movies out of Asia are particularly done pretty pretty good. So um, maybe that'll continue that trend. Yeah, that's what we're hoping for. At least uh, something good. All right, then we have uh, 
Wendell and Wild, I don't remember. Oh, no, this had uh, Key and Peele. They, they were bringing back Key and Peele in a stop motion animated uh, movie. Uh, I don't know. It, it was just like a, a quick sneak peek. It's nothing to really get excited about. The, the marketing campaign for this for this one has been so strange. It feels like it's been going on for years now um, because they've been releasing uh, live streams for the Wendell and Wild where there's, there's like maybe a couple people watching, which probably one of them is me. Um, yep. And then, yeah, such a, such a strange uh, long time we've been waiting for this. So, yeah, hope, hopefully it finally comes out soon. Soon, yeah. Uh, then the big surprise of the day for me was uh, the clip for Spiderhead. Yeah, uh, same. Which I thought this was just going to be like a dumb movie with, oh, we just have Chris Hemsworth because he's Chris Hemsworth. No, this actually seems like a very quality movie that we're about to get. Yeah, it could go go either way still, but it, it has, I mean, it has all the essence of, of Black Mirror, right? So it's um hopefully it's it's as good as it looks from the clips. Um. <laughs> Yeah, but extremely cool concept, uh, uh, which I don't think they've they've expressed very well what the what the concept is up until now. I think Chris Hemsworth's face has basically been the pitch for this movie so yep. far. Um, so now now it's really good to see a little bit more. And I I actually think this is higher up my, my list than The Gray Man. Um, yeah, I I actually do have to agree with that. Uh, the Gray Man kind of looks like generic. This actually looks like I mean this has the element to be excellent. Or yeah. like very very bad. Yeah, and, and, and while we're waiting for Black Mirror se- uh, season six, it's, uh, yeah. a, a good stopgap. I don't know there there was some discourse yesterday about uh, the lack of marketing around Spiderhead and oh. being, people like <laughs> it's 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 more the same shit where it's like where's the marketing and it's like <laughs> well the marketing is where you're not and they're like but oh, my marketing and it's like well <laughs> you're you're in the journalism section so you should know where where to find this or when this comes out. And yeah, that's part the most, of your job to do it. That's the most bizarre one when they get actually sent the marketing materials. And then, and then, you know, part of their job is to, to help market it as, you know, uh, unfortunately entertainment and journalism is help helping market and that sort of stuff. Yep. So yeah, I think that's more of an indictment of the, of, of them and their, <laughs> them doing their job perhaps. Right. But like they, I, I looked at that and they're like, yeah, we, they put out a trailer three weeks ago and I haven't heard a peep since. And it's like, OK, so you didn't so you didn't watch Geek Week, which is fine. Like we're I, I'm a psychopath and a glutton for pun, punishment. So I will mm. watch Geek Week for you. Oh, and they just put out a clip for it that just showed like that actually just completely sold me on the movie. And then they uh, have a trailer that has five, five and a half million views on it. So like what what do you want? more from them do you want like an ad every three seconds on twitter is that what you really need for you to consider to be good marketing yeah it's i mean it's a, it's, a, it's a hell of a balance because at the end of the day that netflix have got so much to promote around the world all at once um i think after this year they're they're being more careful with what they do promote um yep. and, and and being more strategic because at the end of the day if someone's if they know someone's engaged uh on their own netflix and is likely to watch this anyway why would they spend a fortune, um, you know, achieving the same goal as them putting it as the as the front tile um, for their, you know, when they let next right. boot it up? It, it's it's a it's a really tricky balance, and I and I do get the I like some of the criticism, um, but I just think in Netflix's defense, um, it's you know it's really hard to sell everything all the time. Um, yeah, and you've got to you know pick and choose sometimes. 
you don't you don't ever hear parents say they have a favorite child, but everyone has a favorite child. And when you put out like five or six things every week, you have to pick a favorite child. Yes. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Embargo thing was uh, Zack Snyder saying, please be excited for Rebel Moon. Uh, you know, that's, uh, you, you know, we're around E3 week and uh, please be excited from Nintendo is always a meme. <laughs> this is this is just that. You know, we saw like a quick shot of somebody in full costume. I want to say it was Sophia Botella, but I couldn't I can't be sure. Which he shot on his iPhone, didn't you know? Oh, really? Yeah, he shot on his iPhone. I don't know why he included that. It's completely irrelevant. Um, But yeah, the the main announcements for this announcement actually didn't happen here. Um, So also on the next day, uh, we then got the news that um, Anthony Hopkins is oh yeah joining the cast so uh, i i don't know how actually involved he's going to be it looks like he's playing a yeah it says he's playing a sentient uh, mechanized battle robot yep um so i i think he cashed in a nice check to be on set for a day uh, would be my guess yeah and he's probably recording vo in a booth <laughs> so i mean i mean good for him uh we got a but great yeah, for- man Oh, sorry, God. Yeah, sorry. I was just going to add uh, Rebel Moon is such a wild card for me. I think S- Snyder is a wild card himself. That's true. Um, yeah, so uh, how this turns out, I don't know. It, I mean, it has the ambition to turn out well. And if if it is trying to be the next Star Wars, then thank God, because D- it's Star Wars <laughs> under Disney is... Ugh. Uh, that's another podcast in itself, so never mind. Yeah, that's that's very true. <laughs> All right, uh, then we had a clip for the Gray Man. I'm not watching any more of this. Uh, I'll just wait for the movie to come out. I I don't have the excitement level that Netflix wants me to have for this. This just, you know, it just is what it is at this point. I I'm just like, yes, the Gray Man's happening. Yes, I'll watch it. Uh, I'll probably give it like a three, a two and a half, three, whenever it's done, and say, wow, Netflix really dropped the ball on this one. Ooh, that's that, that is hard criticism. I, I I probably I probably sit a little bit better on this one than than you perhaps. Um, I I think I think it's going to be, I I think it's going to do the numbers. I I don't know where yes. it's going to land on the on the quality scale. Um, I I hope it's high. The Russo brothers rarely put a foot wrong. Um, and as as we know, they're working on a hell of a lot of Netflix stuff as of late. So, um, hopefully that's uh, Netflix saying that this is good too. Um, so yeah, yeah. Let's hope. Uh, uh, believe me, I would love to be wrong. I want. Uh, I, I made the proclamation that this has to be a hit, both critically and uh, numbers wise, for Netflix. So it has to. Yeah, it, absolutely. It, it has to. You 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 need to change the perception of your movie division somewhere. And I feel like this is this has to be where you start with your big budget movie of the year. Yeah, and the bar to to jump over is Red Notice. Uh, so which uh that's a pretty low bar indeed all right then we got a uh a teaser for the school for good and evil we saw like a casting announcement last year so this is finally showing up uh people had no idea that it was a movie and thought it was a series and said that it was going to get canceled after one season uh <laughs> that person uh deservedly got dunked on multiple times <laughs> Yeah, uh, coming towards the end of September. September 30th is the date I'm hearing towards this. I'm surprised they didn't actually announce that. Um, yeah. Uh, they just gave us a general 30, uh, 30th. Um, but yeah, it, look, it looks like films that Disney used to make, um, uh, in all honesty, uh, you know, for the, in their live action teams. Um, 
before they were just completely about franchise. So true. Ho- yeah, hopefully this is hopefully this is good. Um, it's got good source material. Paul uh, Paul Figa's mixed bag, uh, especially as of late. So yeah, see what happens. Yep. Yeah, the the Paul Feig part is is definitely mixed bag, especially. Uh, mm. Yikes! All right, uh, day three animation. Uh, we started with Masters of the Universe uh, Revolution, mm. uh, the sequel series to Masters of the Universe Revelation. I personally, I don't like when they make a sequel series that will not be on the same bar or like <laughs> on the same tile as like the uh, original series because like I keep series I'm looking forward to in my queue at all times. So whenever you're looking for the sequel series, when that's not immediately available in that, I just go, uh, maybe it will be, maybe they'll call, you know, it'll just be masters of the universe in general. And then, you know, season one is revelation. Season two is revolution. I don't know, but, uh, surprising to say the least that we got this. Yeah. I imagine it was, uh, green lit well ahead of time. Uh, because animation takes a, a lot of time uh, mm-hmm. to do. Um, so I, I imagine this got done before all the controversy uh, around the first one. Um, I don't think I don't think we know many numbers as to how well the first one did, but it was controversial to say the least. And yes, but but Netflix is all in on this universe. I mean, they picked up the Sony movie, um, the live action version, and they've also got they have the the kids series too. Yeah, the kids series, which kind of is the it kind of just gets dumped on Netflix every time. Like it's, and it's really hard to know what's the difference between the two. If you're, if you're coming at all of this fresh. So, uh, right. but Kevin Smith is still involved. Um, and he, you know, um, hopefully it's good. I, I actually enjoyed the first series for what it was. I wasn't, I, yeah. I, I didn't grow up on masters of the universe. Um, so I, I, I'm not as invested. I didn't hate it. I thought the animation was superb. Yeah, uh, I mean, so, it's powerhouse uh, one one of the three animation studios that works with Netflix. Yes, uh, yeah. So uh, I I don't know whether I'm interested in watching any more of it, um, but it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm definitely interested in checking this out. Uh, I, like I said, I like I liked the the first season enough, so having something new is uh, very nice. Uh, speaking of having something new, it's finally happening. We finally got some sort of news about season four of dragon prince it's only been three years <laughs> yeah and and it's i think it's going to come out in fairly quick succession over the next few years so i wouldn't expect similar wait times uh maybe the wait time for the final season might be a little bit longer but i'm pretty sure they're making the next three seasons all in fairly quick succession so um yeah, I don't, I don't think this is a million miles away. This is a really, really popular uh, franchise from mm-hmm. what I've seen, uh, at least from the numbers that we get, um, which always surprised me, especially given the time. Usually you see uh, interest falling away, but yeah, people really love this one. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of those where it's like, it's definitely a, a kid's show, but, uh, you know, like Avatar The Last Airbender, the animated series, of course, uh, yep. has popular appeal amongst adults too. Uh yeah, I think they said and I read in their letter, like their open letter to like the fan base, like, hey, the reason why this is taking so long is because like this is a different arc. Like the first the first three seasons were an arc and this is an arc and we're trying yeah. to make sure that this arc all flows and then we'll take another break after the the this arc to get to the finale arc, which fine, whatever. Exactly. Uh, 
Yeah, and I, I think it comes as well as a bit of a misunderstanding, at least on most of the fans, as to how animation seems mm-hmm. to get renewed. Um, like like the Cuphead show, when that got renewed, it didn't really. It was just ordered up front with a lot of a lot of season, right. you know, a lot of episodes, and they just pass them out because because animation is as you know, it's not not done like TV series where it's all in sync. Um, they they often do, uh, you know, one person often does. Uh, multiple episodes all at once um so yeah it's uh i'm i'm glad that we're, uh, we're getting the dragon prince again it has it has it arguably been too long um yes. it may have been may have been the case that there was some interim period where netflix should have probably renewed this a little bit earlier for the next set of arcs um but yeah glad it's come back well, I remember the big the big thing was that they were getting renewed for everything. Like they they came out and said Dragon Prince has been fully re- fully renewed. Like it's going to see its entire run on Netflix. Mm. Like we're we're making sure you guys know that. So like I I I'm curious as to what happened afterwards. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, me too. Uh, probably pandemic played a role in, mm. in all of that. Um, as as people had to go and work remotely. Um, no, no doubt that actually did play a role, um, but yes. All right, then we had uh, a little thing for Arcane, which uh, they said the the phrase season two, and I just said that's an announcement, isn't it? Because I haven't heard this before. Uh, what for Arcane? Yeah, hmm. I, I never heard that it got renewed for a second season. Yeah, it had been there for a long time. Oh, then I completely missed it. But that that felt like an announcement to me, where it was like, yeah, we're finally doing. Uh, Arcane season two. I, I just thought it was always up in the air for some reason. No, no, no. I think twenty twenty three is when that one's coming out. Um, okay. Yeah. Well then. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. Uh, uh, it it did the numbers. Um, and oh yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's a Chinese company paying for a lot of this as well. So that's um, true. Tencent definitely is. Yeah. Um, so. The the thing is, uh, I wonder if they're going to continue doing the you know, batches, the batch releases. So like one week is three episodes, another week is three episodes and another mm. week is three episodes that they, they quote unquote debuted that uh, amongst their mainstream stuff with arcane. I don't think I've seen them do it since except for like reality shows. But uh, this was like the first narrative show that actually did that batch release. And uh, I'm curious to see if they do it again and if they discover that helped or not. Yeah. I need to dig into the numbers a bit more on that one. I believe I did. I did. I touched touched on it a little bit. Um, mm. So I, yeah, I, I too would be interested to see whether that made a difference. I don't know if that had anything to do with how it aired in Asia, perhaps um, mm. uh, more so than it was Netflix's choice. Um, uh, but yeah, it seemed to work, and and it's this this show is absolutely beloved. So it's good that we're getting something to fill in the inter- interim with uh, bridging the rift. Um, it almost feels like a Disney Plus series uh, where they they seem to do a Disney Plus series. Uh, saying how good their own stuff is in interim. <laughs> right. Uh, which, I, I don't know. I think if any any show is going to take a victory lap, it, it should be Arcane. So. Yeah. Agreed. All right, then we have the uh, new, uh, I believe it's Kid Cudi. I, I believe he's like the creative behind this. Yes. Uh, mainly, like the main narrative creative behind this. Intergalactic. Uh, this looked very interesting uh, and has a, a stellar voice cast behind it. So. Yeah, uh, absolutely huge. Um, and 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 it, you know the the visuals really remind me of, of Spider Man. Um, oh yeah. So yeah. So if they if they can even achieve half the success that that film did, then we're we're in a good place. Um, exactly. So uh, behind the scenes look at Love, Death, and Robots Volume Three. Um, 
I guess, and I, I make sure to clarify this for everybody every time, uh, Volume 3 was supposed to be part of Season 2. Uh, I remember it got originally a two-season order. Mm-hmm. Uh, volume 3 was supposed to be part of Season 2, but for some reason wasn't, and they split it up. So this is the f- the fulfillment of Season 2. Yeah, we're now waiting for the for a, a volume four. Someone someone reported that it had been renewed for volume four, but I'm pretty sure they were just guessing based on the fact that Love, Death, and Robots was here this week. Um, but yeah, yeah, not not as yet. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it did come back. I hope it right. does because it's absolutely superb. Um, yeah, so ho- hopefully it comes back. I, I agree. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm also looking to see at their numbers. I'm trying to remember two weeks. Two yeah, weeks it's 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 a it's a really tricky one to get to guess my numbers Ooh. that well because um because the episodes are so short, so it's like that is true. It's going to be hard to register. Um, but I, I I think the fact that it you know wipes the floor with primetime Emmys and it's uh, yeah really loved. So yeah, because because you look at it uh, and I'm looking at it right now, like first uh, first week when it was released, 14 million view hours viewed, and you're just like, oh oh that's bad. But then you remember, oh wait, it's like eight episodes; they're less than 20 minutes a piece. So actually, yeah. like you're looking at maybe one to two hours. So even still, that's about seven seven ish million people watching yeah. watching that. And and I've been really good this time because I I'm parceling it out one a week um, because Ooh. I I I feel um, empty inside when I watch them all at once. That's fair. Yeah, but uh, so th- th- that's a good point. That's something I almost neglected to remember about uh, the reason why I do the thing that I do with uh, numbers divided by runtime. That, so I actually have like yeah. a better scale yeah, of like, I think who's watching what. That one. Yeah. Uh, then we have Farzar uh, from the creators of Paradise PD, which what what was the show that got removed from ne- Oh, Specific Heat. That was the show that got removed from Netflix. That's yes, right. the Australian one. Yep. Um, I don't like anything these guys do, quite honestly. <laughs> uh, I've I, I watched like a few episodes of Brickleberry before. I was like, this show sucks. Uh, Paradise P- PD. They said it was from the creators of Brickleberry. So I just went, no, I'm good. And then this went hey, from the creators of Paradise PD and Brickleberry. And I just went, no, I'm good. I had someone must be watching it. Um, oh, someone's yeah. definitely watching it. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in the sa- I'm in the same thing. It's too, it's too uh, wacky out there and weird for me. Um, but yeah, if it's your style of humor, then I, 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 I get it. Um, right. This one, this one seems a bit more, um, even even more out there, even for what these guys have done in the past. So, yeah. I, I, I don't know whether they've they've completely misstepped and gone over the mark or whatever, but I'm I'm sure, I'm sure it's going to be batshit. So, uh, well, I'm wondering if it's the fact that Netflix wants a Rick and Morty type show because this feels like a Rick and Morty type show. Yeah, I think it might. I think it's going to struggle to be that. I think Rick and Morty oh, yes. is such, such lightning in a bottle, um, and, and I, I think I think these guys, the way their humor is, and uh, the way they take no prisoners, uh, is a, a lot different to Rick and Morty. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yep, definitely. But it felt like at least looking at us, like they're trying this Rick and Morty type show to maybe do that for Netflix because Netflix doesn't have Rick and Morty. It's on HBO Max now. Uh, yeah, well, well, with the exception of basically everywhere abroad, uh, funny oh, enough. That's true. Yeah, uh, we but still. You, you would imagine as HBO 
uh, continues to proliferate uh, HBO Max and other countries that they're going to slowly lose that. So that that would I, be my that would be my guess. But I also know that Warner Brothers likes money, so um, true. We'll see. <laughs> true, true, true. I mean, uh, every few months we get uh, Batman Begins in the Dark Knight on on Netflix. So. Yes, yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, in in one door, out the other. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then we have Exception, uh, a new animation. I'm trying to even remember what the hell this was. Weird. Yeah, I think it was just weird. Yeah, we got we got to see a bit more of it. It, it, it looks, yeah, it's it's. Oh, it I, was this. Yeah, this looks gorgeous. I have yeah. no idea what it's about, but it looks gorgeous. Yeah, I imagine it's going to be like a painting. Um, but wh- whether the story can fill in, uh, yeah, be that. I don't know. Right. De- definitely, uh, definitely outside of my comfort zone of coverage. That's for damn sure. <laughs> uh, it is what it is. Uh, I, I, all I know is I, I'm actually looking forward to it just based off the art itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Moonrise, uh, just a, a quick key art. I, I hate I hate when they just show key art. Uh, just show me show me things in actual motion, please. Yes. Nice poster. Nice poster. Great poster. Uh, show me more. <laughs> Uh, then we have seven, seven Deadly Sins, The Grudge of Edinburgh. Uh, I think I said that right. Uh, Scottish mm-hmm. people don't uh, abuse me. Uh, I don't know. It's more Seven Deadly Sins. It actually seems like a sequel movie to the entire show. Yeah, the the the, the show is quite. Uh, the show's been finished for quite some time, so they're kind of just expanding it based on some of the OVAs. I think. Um, and and this is one of two parts we're getting in a movie. I, it's still it's quite controversial because they changed the studio and the art style, um, oh. and yeah, uh, it, people aren't ch- impressed. So right, um, well, but you- look at uh, Dragon Ball Z. Like they have that that new Dragon Ball movie that is more like animated, like the the video games are than, than mm. the show is, and people are kind of rebelling against that too. So. All it just goes to show is uh, don't change the animation style unless you absolutely have to. Yes, agreed. All right, then we got uh, a renewal announcement for Inside Job uh, or like uh, for part two of Inside Job. It's second season. And then we got uh, a long clip of it. So, yeah, and it's not uh, I think that one was another one that where they bought a batch of episodes up front. I think it did quite well with the numbers, if I remember rightly. Um, so. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised we're seeing it so soon um, because uh, I think they made it all at once. But right. yeah, yeah. Or maybe that was an announcement, but I'm pretty sure it was announced ahead of time that they ordered like 20 episodes, and now we're getting oh, yeah, the last yeah, that's, set. That's fair. So. Yeah, I mean, like you said, people don't know, really know with like, uh, or fans really don't understand with like animation lead up times that you need all no, this time. And often we don't know either. Like, it's right. not always announced ahead of time how many episodes they actually buy, but it it. it it makes sense for them to be making them all at once as opposed right. to, uh, you know, taking people off, especially because uh, a lot of these studios have other stuff to work on, too. Exactly. Uh, then we have Uncle from Another World. This is a, another anime series, which uh, is a reverse isekai, basically. Uh, for those of you who are unaware, isekai is whenever uh, somebody from another world is transplanted planted into another world. So, like, uh, imagine, like, if I got put into the world of, like, I don't know, Sunset Overdrive. I'm just looking over my video games right now. <laughs> uh, but, like, the reverse of that. So, like, this this uncle was uh, trapped in a video game uh, a la, I, I think I understand this right, trapped in a video game a la, like, Doc Hack Sign, and now has powers in the real world, if I'm remembering everything correctly, because everything ran together at one point. Huh. 
I'll take a look. Could could be interesting. Uh, will I watch it? Who kno- who knows? That might be an anime April thing for us here, just to just to get it in there. Yeah, and coming in July, so it's not not far off. Oh, okay, nice. Uh, then we have a first look at uh, Skull Island, which will be a King Kong thing. Yeah, if uh, if you squint enough, you can just about see some people in in the, the in the shape of King Kong's hand. Um, what was funny is they zoomed in on that, like then they had the people there, and I'm like that looks really blurry, and then they just kept pulling back out. It's like, oh, it's Kong's foot. Okay, that's why it looks so blurry. Got it. Yep, uh, from Powerhouse Animation, yep. uh, the same studio that did uh, Castlevania and Blood of Zeus. Um, yeah, w- one of one of several um, uh, big uh, uh, shows coming out out of that studio, actually. Um, yeah, I think they're doing uh, Tomb Raider as well, if I remember. Yeah, exactly. Correctly. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm, was a never know a show here, and I thought, um, yeah. yeah, I thought we'd have got more of that. Well, so uh, Square Enix actually sold off uh, Crystal Dynamics and actually all of their we- their Western based studios to Embracer Group recently. So I'm wondering, I actually wonder now if that that show might get completely shelved uh, hmm. as as that sale gets finalized, and because like Square likely commissioned it out but now that licensing is transferred over to embracer group i wonder if that's something that embracer group is looking at and going like eh, we don't actually need to do that so i wonder out loud if that's a if that's still in the works maybe my, my guess is that it's it's probably set in stone uh, mm. le- uh legally so they you know it has to it has to continue on right. it just it just might not be uh far along enough um an- another one as well is splinter cell i'd have thought we'd have oh, saw yeah. something that because we've seen some key art for that one already um we already know a lot of the 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 team behind it so yeah no, no, another notable mission today yeah uh then we had uh something that actually could have fit in gaming day but i guess i don't know like i said gaming day and animation day just kind of like yeah, that's true. Around, whatever. Uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. So this is the anime series based on the Cyberpunk 2077 game. Uh, I think if uh, I think this was shown at the correct time, uh, accidentally, of course, because uh, around the release of Cyberpunk 2077, uh, this show would have been lambasted. Yeah, uh, said fuck you. Like you can't even make a game. Why are you making a show now that the game seems to be mostly fixed? Uh, and people seem to be happy with how the game works now. Uh, I think this is the correct time to uh, show us something. Now, of course, it comes out in September, but uh, I think Netflix actually got on the good side of this in terms of public perception. Yes, and and I, as as well, I think I think the studio behind this uh, is going to make all the difference too. Um, and, and 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 to be fair, I think it's probably uh, separated enough from the actual game itself that you know the two too um unintertwined but having said that if the game was a lot bigger then this would have probably been a lot bigger too so yeah yeah Yeah. and unfortunately probably still does have a little bit of that stink from people who uh bought the game early and uh were not happy with how it it ran or happy with how how many consoles it bricked so maybe maybe that'd be scaring people away too part of the course for modern games nowadays it seems yeah unfortunately yeah uh, day four was Stranger Things stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. If you like Stranger Things stuff and you like the cast and you want to see more from the cast, uh, this was there. Uh, something I saw that uh, this is a, from a To Doom article, actually, that was like, 
things, 11 things we learned from uh, Stranger Things Day uh, at Geek Week. And one was Steve wasn't supposed to make it as far as he did in, in the show. And I just went, I swear I've seen that a million times. <laughs> That's not new information. I know this. There's no way I just know this and it wasn't told to me by somebody. Ah, new to the author. Uh, yeah, definitely new to the authors. So that tells you all you know about the Doom authors. Uh, so day five, we're just going to run through games because uh, they're they're games uh, and you don't have to worry about them. Honestly, we'll talk about series here in a moment. Uh, so we got uh, a, a quick little rundown of all the games that are currently on Netflix uh, that can only be available through your, your mobile app on your phone. So uh, if you're somebody who doesn't have the mobile app of Netflix, uh, those don't matter to you, uh, nor does Shadow and Bone Destinies, which is uh, a role playing game, supposedly. Uh, I don't know how that's going to work on a phone, uh, especially like it, it was held in portrait orientation. And I, I whatever. Uh then came the 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 right game genre, which is dating sim, but the wrong property, because I always thought Bridgerton would be this game like this huh. would be the perfect kind of Bridgerton game. Uh, instead, we got and if you haven't seen it, you need to see Jeff Keeley's reaction to this uh, too hot to handle. <laughs> Jeff Keeley could not have been uh, less enthused. He was so un- he was so angry that this existed. That he he was just silent for a good portion of time. <laughs> did they actually show any gameplay for it? Uh, yes, yes, they did. Okay, uh, it looks like a thing. Uh, <laughs> it, it looks like something. You know, it, like I said, it looks like a dating sim for all intents and purposes. Which, like, cool. I, I I've said like a dating sim needs to come to Netflix. It just should have been Bridgerton, not too hot to handle. Yeah, that would have made more sense for sure. Uh, then we have a La Costa de Papel game. Um, that one, that one's interesting. I, I, it's it seems unclear to me where, whether that one's going to be um, uh, on 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 the likes of Steam too. Um, right. It, it looks a bit more complex than what you'd expect from a mobile game. Is all I'd say. Yeah, and that's that's ultimately my thing with this is like if you want to actually be like I understand as Netflix, you want to have people on the mobile app. Mm-hmm. And you want them constantly paired in that mobile app so that way it looks good for your your daily numbers and your daily hits, blah, blah, blah. But still, you need to put your games and you need to make games that belong on other consoles so people go, oh, I really like this. I want to see some source material stuff mm. and then go to your app because you already have the people roped in on your app. Find other customers. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I like that. That's not out of the question either. But well, having said that, uh, I, I think it is because they had the Stranger Things like um, Stranger Things game from uh, the Finnish developer, and they're and they're now collapsing that and and making that only on Netflix. So yeah, um, the, uh, the Stranger basically anything that was on that's on Netflix now on the Netflix app now has been delisted. So like the Stranger Things, the game three, like the. Yeah. the the, the one that came out a few a few summers ago uh, in as a companion piece to season three, delisted everywhere. Can't find it. Hmm. Yeah, whether that's the right decision, I I know they I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it exclusive and whatnot. Yep. But w- was there enough demand in the first place to make it exclusive? And uh, you could argue that you 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 could leverage the other the other one as um, 
uh, as marketing. You know, if you had it up up for sale for seven pounds ninety nine, and then in the description you said, "Well, hey, look, if you want it for free, it's it's on your Netflix subscription." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's uh, I mean, that's yeah. the argument uh, about Xbox Game Pass is that you know you put your stuff, uh, you put your first party stuff on Game Pass, and you say, mm-hmm. "Okay, we'll take this." And for, you know, your $15 a month, we have that. Or you can buy it for 60 bucks on PlayStation. Mm. You're only going to probably play it for like a month. So, you know, you save 45 bucks, but we get all your money. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh, next game was Lucky Luna. Uh, looks like a, not a dungeon crawler. What the hell was this? It was, oh, it reminded <laughs> me a lot of like Titan Souls. I think I saw this and I said, oh, Titan Souls. Uh, it's a vertical orientation, like dungeon adventure game mm-hmm. um it could be interesting i i don't know how these kind of games will play on netflix in particular with like touch controls and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. yeah some struggled for sure all right then we have a uh, desta the memories between this was an isometric game i believe that um and i'm looking at the trailer now to remember it's it's some kind of isometric like uh ex- exciting ball game yeah it looks like a kind of like untitled goose game or whatever the fuck that was. Mm. If you remember that, then we have uh reigns three kingdoms. Uh, this is like the stuff from devolver digital that's coming. Uh, yes. this is a, a I think they said it was like Tinder, but for it was like Tinder, but for like feudal kingdoms or something like that is how it was <laughs> described. And I went, that's interesting. Uh, I'll be interested to ch- try to check that out. Uh, Terra nil, uh, which is a city building game. Yep. Which could be interesting, but I mean, you mentioned in the pre-roll that um, you tried playing a strategy game on the mobile app, and that didn't seem to work. No, well, I just had a headache after uh, playing it. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's only one way to play a strategy game, and it's not on your mobile. That's true. Uh, and then we had the meme of the showcase, uh, Point P. Uh, this is from the same developers who did Downwell. Uh, for those of you who are unaware, Downwell is a vertical orientation game where basically you would... Uh, I would assume you would like tap the screen to like shoot a gun out of your feet. And your job is to get to the bottom of the level without dying. Uh, Point P is the reverse of downwell. You're now going up, you're jumping and you're swiping to jump uh, in order to uh, collect fruits in order to uh, satiate evil monsters that might kill you. I played a little bit of it. It's okay. It's not, not the worst, not the worst game ever, but definitely not one. I'd be like, ah, yes, I'm playing this for the rest of my life. (laughs) <laughs> then we have a, a match three game for wild things don't care i'm pretty sure we've already got a match three isn't that the kittens yep. one um yeah yep so. we already have one uh i don't know why we need another george but we already have a george mm. uh then we have raji an ancient epic uh young girl named raji has been chosen by uh i don't remember what the hell this was uh it's, uh, it's, it's just P- photos P- yeah it's a pc port of uh um uh, yeah you have an an, an adventure game, I believe. Um, Quite stylized. Yeah, yeah, there's that. Uh, And then we had Spiritfarer, which is also another PC port uh, to to mobile. Uh, I've heard a lot of great things about this, but uh, again, don't know how this will translate to a mobile, a mobile game. No, a few have done better than the others. I I really like Shatter, uh, the, the um, brick breaker game. Um, that one's probably a lot, a lot more suited for a mobile. I, 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 my hope is, is that, that a lot of these games will eventually be able to be played on your television with your mobile as the controller. Um, so yeah. uh, So hopefully this, it, it, it cut, 
you know, it, it evolves a lot more than what we've got today. Yeah, I, ho- I hope so, because uh, currently I'm not a big mobile gamer kind of guy. So uh, something on my television would be great. All right, uh, let's now run through some series. So first up, we had uh, Dragon Age Absolution. This was a, a big tease for right at the beginning. Bioware has said they're working on a um, a new Dragon Age game after I think it's coming comes out first. And then we have Mass Effect. So Dragon Age comes first. This is probably going to tie in somewhere with the Dragon Age game. Uh, so that way, you know, cross marketing and that kind of stuff. Sure. Yeah, uh, another good uh, a video game IP to adapt is it's mm-hmm. quite popular. Uh, it's it's just it might run into problems of looking quite samey for someone that isn't familiar. Right. Uh, uh, done by Studio Mir, uh, yeah. who did the Witcher movie, uh, the the Nightmare of the Wolf, and then uh, Dota. They they also do Dota, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, then we have the uh, Tekken Bloodline, uh, Harada. Harada-san was on on the stream uh, for for a quick minute to promote it. So you trying to do what Cowboy Bebop did and what uh, One Piece is currently trying to do, which is like, hey, fans, the creators behind this, yeah. please like this because the creator endorses it. Yeah, well, I, I actually think that makes a hell of a lot of sense, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, getting the creator behind it um, to endorse, endorse it. Uh, yeah. Big time, uh, because at the end of the day, if you're a fan of the video game franchise, you want the the show and all movie to you know be respectful and and yeah, yep, be what you be what you fell in love with the first place, um, you know. All right, and then we had uh, I forgot to mention this in the games, but uh, Queen Gambit, Queen's Gambit chess. Uh, it looks like it's going to be chess, but also with a story. So, I mean, people are memeing on it already being like, we already had chess, but it's like, there's also <laughs> a, a, a narrative to it. So where you can actually learn to play chess, it seems like. So I don't know. I, I hate this less than other stuff. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah. I don't want to be a fortune teller, but I, I kind of guessed that this might have been a chess game uh, up front. So I, like people say like, yeah, we already have chess. And it's like, yeah, we know, but like, this is branded. So like, there's going to be, you know, Beth Harmon avatars and that kind of shit. They, they, yeah. they need to market this somehow. Uh, so they just slap Queen's Gambit on it and threw in a story too. Ironically, this is probably one I'm going to be playing the most. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Of them. Yeah. I love chess. All right. Uh, a, a teaser trailer for the Cuphead show. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, this is one of those where it's like the, we're getting a season two, uh, but basically we knew we were going to get a season two be based off the episode order. Yes. Yeah, I, I really loved the first season. It reminded me of like the old old Warner Brothers uh, shows uh, from yesteryear. Um, I, 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 I found the story to be uh, unlike those early Warner Brothers shows to not be as universal, like uh, for all age groups. I found it a bit too kiddie for me. Yeah. Um, but the the you know the visuals are gorgeous and as i can't play the game i will certainly watch this <laughs> absolutely and that was the big selling part for the show is like hey you might love the world of cuphead but you might be garbage at the game so here's just the world of cuphead for you instead of playing the game and dying all the time i mean i got past the tutorial level um so i did well better than some actual video game reviewers so it's, that's uh, very true yeah <laughs> Very, very true. All right. Uh, then we had the uh, first look photos for Dota Dragon's Blood Season 3. Uh, hilarious moment on stream when, because uh, they had the pre-recorded segments, they uh, apparently set a date, but then that date was now wrong. 
uh, and got pushed back, which I, I believe reading lips said July. Uh, <laughs> this now comes in August. And so I think it was August 18th or something like that. Uh, hilariously, they said the date and uh, you just hear over their voice just August 18th instead of their actual voice. Fantastic stuff. Good job, Netflix. Really proud of you. <laughs> but yeah, this is an, an, another one that looks fairly similar to Dragon Age and the, mm-hmm. and, and the likes. Like They're, they're all uh, fairly similar uh, genres. So uh, yeah, I, I wonder how far this is already, this is actually going. Like it's clearly been in development for season three. Um, I don't know how, how closely it's following um, uh, what I, it is. Yeah, I have no idea personally. No, I don't either. Um, I should imagine we're coming towards the end of the first, the first stint. Uh, and if it continues to do well, we might see more. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, it, this is like, uh, I mean, Dota's the big co- comparison to like, League of Legends, like those are the same game basically, except yeah. one one's Valve and one's uh, Tencent. So, like, it, I I do find that interesting that Netflix is doing both, but I mean, uh, they look different enough that people aren't going to confuse one for mm-hmm. the other. I mean, the the art style for um, League of Legends or for Arcane is much much different compared okay. to this. Like, it it's very much not samey. I mean, when when you talk about saming, like like Powerhouse does a lot of stuff for Netflix. Uh, Studio Mirror does a lot of stuff for Netflix and they have their style. Uh, you know, fortunately, Netflix also has Fortiche or Riot has Fortiche working on it. Sure. Uh, Sonic Prime exclusive clip. I mean, this is the year of Sonic 2022 year of Sonic is is a new game. He has the new movie he has a new series. I mean, this is Sonic's world. We're all living in it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And and it's got to, got a lot to live up for because the movie is obviously wildly successful and mm-hmm. and actually liked um, too. I, I, I think the series looks pretty good. I think it looks authentic to, you know, its source material. Um, uh, some of the characters uh, look a bit stiff um, from what I've seen. Um, but, yeah, um, hopefully hopefully this does uh, does well because it's, um, yeah, continuing Sonic's reign. Although the game the game itself looks dreadful. Um, oh, I, I think it's going to be awesome. I'm, I can't wait oh, to play really? it. Yeah, oh, I mean, mean I, I I love my Sonic games even if they're garbage. So uh, I'm not really like the best judge. <laughs> it looks, yeah, it, it this looks far more like Sonic than Sonic the game does, um, yeah. in my opinion. All right, uh, finally, the last thing, and actually one of the most perfect things to end on was uh, the announcement for Castlevania Nocturne. This is the sequel series to the original Castlevania series, which ended uh, early last year. Uh-huh. Uh, this is this will follow Richter Belmont. So this is the you know the Symphony of the Night era uh, of of games instead of the Trevor Belmont era of games. Uh, I'm excited for it. I don't know about anybody else, uh, but you know Castlevania. It, this w- this was the proof of concept. And this is why we have you know the Dragon Age, the uh, the Tekken series, the the League of Legends series, the the Dota series. Like this is the reason why uh, video game shows come to Netflix currently. Yeah, and people really love the first one. Yeah. Um, so I'm not surprised it's coming back. I'd love to know the ins and outs of uh, why they called it, um, uh, of what happened to Castlevania. I think there's there's uh, some behind-the-scenes drama that we don't fully know about. Um, but Oh, yeah, like the Warren Ellis, I think, something something happened with him where he got yes. cancelled on Twitter, and now everyone's like, oh, well, Warren Ellis isn't writing anymore, so we have to... Yeah, split you know, it up. Get- figure it out again. yeah yeah but no no i'm glad i i thought the video game section i i still think there's there's a lot to come in the future um for video games uh, again 
there's a lot that we probably should have heard about this week with regards to um, video games. Um, yep. Yeah, there's, there's movies um, and all sorts of other stuff that we. Yeah, where just... where is the division? Yeah, I exactly. feel like I've heard about that for at least three years now, and I still have not seen a single thing about it. No, no, me neither. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure it was supposed to start soon, but um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but there's yeah, there's a lot that's missing. Uh, no Bioshock news. Um, that doesn't surprise me, honestly. No, no Assassin's Creed news. Yeah, look, maybe they're a little too soon. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil, we've been waiting for ages to hear anything about that. I um, I think it's dead, quite honestly. <laughs> I, I, I think that that went with the the second game. Hmm. Fair. Uh, yeah, and there's yeah, there's a couple others, but I, uh, as I say, you can't they can't show uh, share everything all at once. Uh, right. But I, yeah, I thought I thought it was a fairly good showing. I, I just find that the the mobile games that they're advertising, it's it's hard to get really hyped for. Um, I, I'd love to. I'd love to know how they're well they're doing. Um, early download numbers suggest that they they kind of had a, a bit of a strong start, but it has been plateauing and really struggling to find um, an audience and how engaged that that audience is. But a lot of these games are being updated slowly in the background, um, like actually receiving content updates to oh, wow. like some okay. of the prior ones. Um, but how you'd know about that because Netflix doesn't have any official source of learning about games or blogs or anything like that Um, yeah it's one of those things where like we talk about all them them having like these different silos and it's like there's a very specific silo that you should be having and it should be games like i I understand that's probably you're you're using geeked for that but like games is something completely different now yeah absolutely yeah and especially you know if you if you allowed uh if you had the blog set up where the developers themselves can and post updates Mm -hmm. um like it just makes so much sense to have all of that in one place um, and, and allow you to subscribe to news because people are, you know, people get invested in these games. Um, so ha- having it so they, you know, they've got nowhere to talk about it or all that or, or the likes uh, makes no sense. Um, but again, it, it's it's another one of them where I think they silo it. So if they do need to chop its head off, um, then they don't have to reattach limbs of other things. You know, it's um, that's it's just dead on its own and you wouldn't notice like if to went away, would anyone, uh, you know, no, no one would really notice. I mean, like, like I said, uh, this is the most production or like anything I've seen from to ever this yes. week, uh, which like, I mean, if that's all you have that arm for is to talk about your fan events, like dear God, <laughs> what a waste of money. <laughs> yeah. Could agree. Bill. All right. Um, that's that's geeked week. I, I don't know. Do you want to leave anybody with any parting thoughts or anything? Uh, uh, not particularly. I, I would say say that we that we got a, quite a lot of announcements outside of of geeked week this week. Uh, like the old guard two, we got some news uh, yeah. regarding Uma Thurman uh, joining the cast for that. Um, we also got a bunch of animated projects out of Europe this week. Some of which actually look pretty decent. Um, mm. Particularly excited for the Steve Box one. Um, that looks really good. Um, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you talk about that, like those those those, prob- those animated movies probably should have been part of Animation Day. The the old guard news should have been part of uh, film, yeah, film sure. day. But like, and I think you said it before. Like, but uh, Geek Week doesn't seem to be a, a favorite of some some people inside of Netflix, so they just release shit uh, as <sighs> counter programming to it. I think it just shows you how big that company is and, and how many moving parts they have to get to, to produce an event this week. And it probably had to 
be all, all locked down uh, ages ago. And yeah, it's 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 a complicated um, mm-hmm. yeah complicated system for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, they 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 say they announced uh, you know or at least covered. I wouldn't say they announced a lot for a lot of things. Um, close to eighty films, games, and shows this week. And yeah. Not not all the news was good news. Not, not any. Not all news could should even be considered as news. But there was there was enough there. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, still, I feel like this needs to stop being an entire week. I still feel like we need to be getting down to one day. You know, uh, sorry, but Stranger Things doesn't serve as an entire day. Like, I get that it's Netflix's number one property, but like all that was fluff content. It wasn't even like we learned anything interesting about the production for the show. Like er- everything had been covered before season one e- or uh, part one even came out of season four. Mm. Uh, it, you know, it was just like a, Hey, we don't have anything. Here's stranger things. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think that also feeds into the, you know, the, the narrative that they, that once a show's out, then it, then it dies. Like they're, they're trying to prove that that's not the case. Um, so. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's true. But uh, I mean, doing it with your number one show, uh, I mean, like I said, you have to have a favorite child and that is clearly their favorite child in terms oh, 100%. of 100%. Yeah. And, and, and damn right. They should they should cover it to death. I mean, they, you know, it's it's breaking all their records. So absolutely, they should be taking a, a victory lap. And and it, and, it, and it comes at a pretty vital time in, in Netflix's uh, yeah, yeah. life. Yeah, if there was ever a time like for fortune for Netflix, it's it's Stranger Things hitting uh, right as right everyone's now. ready to cla- declare them dead. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I've I've been hearing people claim Netflix are dead for years, so I I'm absolutely um, not surprised, and they're and they're not going anywhere. No, no, definitely not. Uh, Casey, thank you for showing up uh, and coming out and providing uh, a bit more extra color for it. I, I really appreciate it. I, I have to have you on at some point. That isn't just about uh, big events for Netflix, because uh, I feel like at some point we're both going to just lose our minds if we have to watch another <laughs> massive event. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'll come and review a movie with you. Oh, I'd love that. That'd be great. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, tell everyone, uh, as if they don't know what what's on Netflix is, but uh, let them know where they can find you. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you Google uh, what's on Netflix, I'm there. I'm Casey underscore underscore more on Twitter. If you want to come talk to me uh, on, on uh, personally, um, but yeah, uh, what's on Netflix? Great. Uh, and thank you guys all for listening. Uh, this is not going to supplement a regular episode. This is a supplement to a regular episode. This is not the regular episode. So uh, keep your feeds uh, tuned or your eyes tuned to your feed uh, for Tuesday as we talk about uh, the new Adam Sandler movie Hustle which uh, I have high hopes for that'll be good. And uh, the blind detective. (laughs) Uh, And as always, uh, thank you for listening and we'll see you next Tuesday. Netflix and Swill is an independent podcast. As such, we believe in the scrappy underdogs of the podcast world. If you're an indie podcast and would like us to run your promo on our show, please contact us. The little guys need to stick together. If you enjoy what we're doing, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts and telling a friend. The more we grow, the better the show will be. Thank you for being part of the Netflix and Swill family.